Time now for the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. I'm Paul Gatling. On today's program, we will hear from Olivia Walton, who was appointed recently to replace Alice Walton as the new board chair of Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. In a recent interview with Roby Brock, Walton is just full of hints of what's to come for the Bentonville Museum and for the arts in Northwest Arkansas. Plus, Black Friday and Cyber Monday online sales were weaker than expected and a C-suite shakeup for Walmart. We've got all of those stories on the way after the break on today's Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Support for the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report is provided by the Arkansas State Chamber of Commerce and Associated Industries of Arkansas. The Chamber's mission is to promote a pro-business, free enterprise agenda and prevent legislation, regulation, and rules that hinder business. ArkansasStateChamber.com Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. For more than 70 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield has used its knowledge and compassion to create healthcare solutions for individuals and businesses. More information at ArkansasBlueCross.com. First Security is proud to be only in Arkansas. They offer smart solutions for personal and business banking, plus convenient services and community investment. First Security, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Olivia Walton was appointed a couple of weeks ago as the new board chair of Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art in Bentonville taking over the role previously held by the founder, Alice Walton. Olivia Walton is a former technology reporter for Bloomberg and NBC, but her background in the arts stems from childhood through college to her adult work. In a recent interview with Roby Brock, Walton discusses why art has always appealed to her, what it means to expand the traditional definition of art, and the type of work she'll be doing in the new leadership role. I think that art has this incredible power to inspire creativity, to inspire new ways of seeing, to inspire new ways of thinking. Alice has this expression, she says, if you have access to art, you have access to imagination. And if you have imagination, you have hope. And I just think that's a beautiful sentiment. So I really think that art has the power to lift the spirit. And I think that museums are incredibly powerful. I mean, museums are able to educate, they are able to entertain, they are able to inspire, they are able to build community. Uh, So it's really an exciting thing. I actually was making a comparison to my husband, Tom, who you know, you know, he's so crazy about mountain biking and living outdoors, which I love too, but he describes himself as having this feeling of being in nature makes him feel really small. There's this shrinking of self. And honestly, for me, being in an amazing museum, it has a similar feeling. You know, you, your sense of self just kind of shrinks as you admire hundreds of years of creativity and civilization um, and culture. It's just it's just kind of exciting. So uh, I'm a big believer. And also, I would just say, I yes, I came into this uh, as the daughter of an art dealer, as a art history minor, as a lifelong art lover. But I actually love and am inspired by Alice's take on art because Alice really believes in having kind of of expanding the definition of art. And as she would say, of not letting sort of an elite group of art critics on the coast tell us what is great art and what we should think about it. 
I want to explore that theme a little bit. I have that in my notes here. You you said in your statement when um, when the press release came out that you were going to be taken over as the the board chair that we should expand our definition of art. What does that mean? Where what do you where do you think that's going to take us? Um, on the one hand, expanding the de definition of art means expanding more and more into art as culture. It means expand. It means performing arts. It means music. It could be culinary. In the Crystal Bridges physical expansion, expanding our definition of art goes alongside these two big commitments. We announced a commitment to craft and a commitment to indigenous art. So um, craft typically is what I call has been the medium of the marginalized, right? And for a long time, the only people who had access to art school and oil paints tended to be wealthy, white, and overwhelmingly male. And so if you look at craft and you look at the rift, the rich history of craft in this region, I mean, so often that was the artistic creative outlet for those who just didn't have access to those things. So it's really exciting to um, bring that into the museum, to put it on a pedestal, to shine a light and to tell those stories. You wanted to run the Muse uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art, you said in one interview, uh, Crystal Bridges may be a better gig, true or false? True. Oh, very much true. Um, although I do still love the Metropolitan and was actually uh, lucky to be there last week. No, true. Uh, if for nothing else, I mean, for so many reasons. But I just love how progressively Alice and all the staff think about reaching people in their mission to expand access. And so at Crystal Bridges, you know, we are art, architecture and nature. We are able to reach hundreds of thousands more people outdoors, you know, with the sculpture on the North Forest Trails and all that stuff. Um, so I think I think it's more compelling. Uh, what does it take to run an art museum? What's the skill set? What's the vision? Kind of what do you expect to bring to the table that not that Alice hasn't laid a great foundation over the last 10 years, but I think that your expectation is going to be to elevate what she started. Yeah, Alice has laid an incredible foundation. She's been a very generous mentor to me over the past few years. The staff is outstanding. Rod Bigelow, our director, is terrific, and he has a really strong executive staff. Um, so they're making this pretty easy for me. I would like to be helpful with bringing in new ideas and partnerships. Those are things that are easier for me, perhaps, to make happen as I'm out there traveling through the world, and I've lived in different places, as you noted. So. Um, you know, there's a, not to give you too much of a sneak peek, but, you know, I, I, I've seen creative arts and crafts retail that we can, you know, bring into the store, or I see new concerts that I think, oh, we could do something like that at Crystal Bridges. So I think um, I would like to be a bridge and cheerleader for Crystal Bridges to other organizations and institutions across the country. Walton also explained how it came to be that a first edition copy of the U.S. Constitution that sold at a Sotheby's auction last month for a record $43.2 million will be on display late next year at Crystal Bridges. So I just happened to be at Sotheby's in New York City last week with a group of Crystal Bridges supporters who we take on these great trips from time to time. And Rod Bigelow, our director, sort of said, gosh, wouldn't it be great if the winner just lent it to Crystal Bridges so we could display it? And I happened to know Brooke, who had the winning bidder on the phone, who works at Sotheby's, and I said, Brooke, you should just say to whoever won it, you know, we can put it on display tomorrow. And she said, okay, I'll tell him. So she told him and he said, yes, we don't have a relationship with Ken Griffin. And we're just so uh, grateful and excited that the U.S. Constitution is coming to Bentonville, Arkansas.
And that is New Crystal Bridges Museum Board Chair Olivia Walton. And you can watch that entire interview with Roby Brock on our sister website at talkbusiness.net. And for more with Olivia Walton, be sure and check out our cover story in the next issue of the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal. That'll be on newsstands and online next Monday. In other headlines this week, consumers did not live up to analysts' predictions of spending on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, two of the biggest shopping days of the year. Adobe Analytics reports that consumers spent $10.7 billion making online purchases on those two days, down 1.4% from a year ago. It was the first time since 2012 that sales decreased from the prior year. Longtime CFO Brett Biggs is leaving Walmart after 22 years with the company to pursue new opportunities. Biggs will officially leave the company on January 31, 2023. Until then, he will remain the CFO as the company finds a successor and support that transition for the remainder of his time. And real estate firm Lindsay & Associates will soon open a third office location in Bentonville. The nearly 50-year-old company has a Benton County office now in Rogers, along with its headquarters in Fayetteville. You can find all of those stories and more at nwabusinessjournal.com, where you can follow our reporting each and every day. I'm Paul Gatling, and that's the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal Report. Until next time, thanks for listening.